I'm your host, Carrie Arada, Akashic Records reader, psychic sleuth, and spiritual guide. And this is The Infinite Dance, the Akashic podcast. The night breathes slow, deep, long. The breath of the earth moves up to meet the stars. Slow down, dear one. Slow down. Breathe. The dark has its own music. The dark has its own spell. The dark is the breath that unclenches, bringing sweetness to our deeps. Be as the sleeping mountains in the rhythm of your patience, the world will be revealed. In the drumbeat of our hearts, all the lessons of the year will tell their stories. Winter is stillness. It is deep calm. It is huge. Carry your candle, yes, but do not let it blind you to the radiance of the dark. Do not let it crowd out the silence. Do not let it deafen the music of heartbeat, breath, starlight, humanity. We turn the wheel of the year. We are time unfolding, seasons following seasons, flowing through us, bodies, hearts, minds. We walk through the grace of the year and our wholeness is revealed. We walk through the wisdom of the seasons and learn evermore how to love what we love. That poem is titled Winter Solstice by Mayana Welty. And I got it from a publication called We Moon. It it signifies the different wheel, the wheel turning of the pagan year and of the calendar year too, the Roman calendar year. And it's Gaia Rhythms for Women. And this particular year, so 2021, they titled it The World. So you can find um, Miana Welty's poems um, in here under Mother Tongue Inc. And it is a tradition of mine to have my mother gift me this calendar, um, book, poem, art. There's art in it and poems and, you know, what's going on astrologically every year for the past, oh gosh, almost 30 years. So this is my Yule tradition. So this um, episode is all about Yuletide blessings and solstice blessings. So if you're in, um, what depending on what hemisphere you're in, we're in, I'm in solstice, winter solstice here in um, North America. So, and I am getting, we all are in this area, a very, very white holiday season. There is so much snow. We already had 
Our first big storm, it stuck around the mountains, are covered even here in Reno, which usually they're not. The lower elevations, um, under 7,000 feet, and oh, uh, under 6,000, let's say, um, usually starts to dissipate, but it's been sticking around. And we're getting another storm coming in to Wednesday of this week. So white, snowy, filled holiday season and it'll be um a nice to experience the snow on christmas to this magnitude it's been a really long time for me so i'm really looking forward to it so what is yule and it's spelled y-u-l-e um it's the longest night of the year so it's the shortest day right? Which means the sunlight time is at its shortest, but Yule and winter solstice signifies the coming of more light, the coming of longer days, right? Because since this is the shortest day of the year, the next one will start to get gradually longer and the nights will then start to wane. Also, Yule goes back pre-Christmas, right? It was something celebrated before Christmas or Christ Mass, which is what those were putting together. The Roman Catholic Church took this pagan holiday, Yule, that celebrates a cycle of, of the earth, of Gaia, and said, this is when we're going to celebrate the birth of Christ even though in a lot of literature, maybe he was born spring, summer, right? But these are all orally told. So these, you know, stories of, of Christ and his, what he did and timelines. But there's documentation of Yule being celebrated, you know, thousands of years ago. And the folk tradition is that the goddess, the mother goddess, Earth, awakens to find she's pregnant with the solar god. And as far as farmers are concerned, this helps to change the course of the sun to assist in the growing season and the crops. So it was, you know, all coming down to how can we survive? How can we still feed our families and ourselves and take care of our community? So there's a lot of that in this um, celebration of Yule and winter solstice. And so, you know, all the similarities are there. And I think that's why it's it's so interesting to know how different um, people celebrate this time of year, if they do, and the similarities that go along with it. Um, for instance, like Yule and Christmas then, the herbs associated are holly, mistletoe, and ivy. And then the scents of cinnamon and nutmeg are very 
are very Yule based, but then also very Christmas based. And of course the incense is frankincense and myrrh and frankincense and myrrh energetically frankincense represents more of a young male and myrrh is more of a feminine female. So we have a coming together of those two also those two energies. And then the tree decorating, you know, having a tree and decorating, that's very pagan. That's a very pagan tradition. And it was originally topped with the image of the triple moon goddess, which is a full moon with two crescent moons on the side. And that represents cycles of a woman's life as being a maiden, a mother, and a crone energetically. But of course it got changed with, interchanged with the star. And then a lot of people now do put um, angels on there. But there's just a little tradition for you of what went on with Yule and how it came about and following the rhythms of Gaia, following the rhythms of the earth cycles and how to honor them, right? This, um, winter solstice poem I started off the episode with, you know, really talks about, you know, embracing the dark, you know, have the, have your light, but embrace the dark parts, the parts that are maybe hidden or not fully alight. What's going on there? And why are they there? And why are they, um, hanging out in dark, in darkness? Um, maybe fermenting, I keep hearing, um, embracing that silence. You know, I always call snow the silent mess because it's just so messy. I mean, the ice that comes, it's slippery to walk or drive or do anything. Um, but you know, you don't hear it falling. It's just so quiet and you know, people can't do a ton outside. Um, when it's really kind of coming down, you kind of go inside you go in. So just following those rhythms. Oh, it's time to go inside the home. So maybe go inside self to find answers or to get clarity on where you need to be going into this next calendar year, right? So we have a calendar new year happening that we celebrate and what we need to leave behind, what we need to let go of, what fears and doubts we need to leave behind, you know, finishing out old projects or coming to a stopping place with ideas or where you can launch them because you don't want to hold back any progress of what's to come. Right? So when we kind of move things out of the way, we allow space for other things to come in that might be of more of more of a benefit to where you need to be. You know, these lessons are not always easy. <laughs> you know, the beginning, I always feel like the beginning and maybe the middle and the end, if it has that, you know, a lesson for us, 
it's, it's definitely, I feel like always trying to say, okay, listen to me. Right. So if something's a little tough, if something's a little difficult, if there's a strange ness that's going on, you know, I, I almost feel like that's a, a bit of a, through a megaphone. Hey, pay attention. This isn't working anymore. And, and start to make preparations for something that will. So even with finishing old projects or ideas, let's insert ideas into that too of, okay, where do I need to be now? And come to that silence, come to that calm, maybe go to that darker space to go, hmm, you know, where does it need to be? What's fermenting? What's going on here? And in meditation, before I started this episode, I kept hearing focus, focus, focus. Right? Because there's so much to pull us out of our focus. You know, the holidays, if you celebrate, if you get gifts, you have family, maybe you're traveling, maybe people are traveling to you. Maybe you don't celebrate and it's a little stressful on why you don't celebrate. Or it's just not, you know, that magical quote unquote time of year feeling. These can all be stressors. So then come back to focusing on the things that do make up your light. Okay, because there's things we know that make up our joy, make up our authenticity, who we are at our core, and to focus on that. And I had Archangel Alexandra who comes to let us know we have support in this journey. She's very absolute, very powerful, very, very large. You know, she's Metatron is her other, you know, as she is commonly known. So think of Metatron's cube and these matrices of, of connecting, right? She comes and she put her hands on my shoulders and she's like, you stay focused. You got to stay focused. Right. And when they touch you, they're saying, Hey, don't forget we're here. We are here to support you. You have got support no matter where you are. And to stay focused on the things that bring you light. Okay. Your light source. Okay. So that's not saying that everything is all love and light. Of course, we want to come from heart space. But to say that. Don't forget your things that are your gifts to self and to the collective, because that is, that is your infinite light source. That is your infinite joy. Stay focused on that and things will align and things will align. And that was a powerful, quick, it was not a very long meditation at all. Everything's coming in real quick right now. I'm sure if you meditate or you have any, um, kind of sensitivity or 
psychic abilities that you tap into, you're finding that too. Things are just coming really, 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 really quick in for all of us right now. So I'd like to end this Yuletide blessing, winter solstice blessing, or if you're in a different hemisphere, summer solstice blessing with another poem. I'm just such a lover of stories and poems are these just great stories, right? So let me leave you with this one. It's a it's a bit of a, a different take on maybe a, a story that is more common and that you know. So the, the pace and the canter will sound familiar, but the words are something that hits really home for me. And I read this poem quite a few times and I do get a little teary-eyed because it just really hits that part of me that is my core truth and my core knowing. And so I hope you enjoy this poem called Twas the Night Before Yuletide. Twas the night before Yuletide and all through the glen, not a creature was stirring, not a fox, not a hen. A mantle of snow shone brightly that night as it lay on the ground, reflecting moonlight. The fairies were nestled all snug in their trees, unmindful of flurries and a chilly north breeze. The elves and the gnomes were down in their burrows, sleeping like babies in their soft earthen burrows. When lo, the earth moved with a thunderous shake, causing chairs to fall over and dishes to break. The little folk scrambled to get on their feet, then raced to the river where they usually meet. What happened? They wondered, they questioned, they probed. As they shivered in night clothes, some bare-armed, some robed. What caused the earth's shudder? What caused her to shiver? They all spoke at once as they stood by the river. Then what to their wondering eyes should appear but a shining gold light in the shape of a sphere. It blinked and it twinkled, it winked like an eye. Then it flew straight up and was lost in the sky. Before they could murmur, before they could bustle, they emerged from the crowd with a swish and a rustle a stately old crone with her hand on a cane, resplendent in green with a flowing white mane. As she passed them, the old crone's perfume, smelling of meadows and flowers abloom, made each of the fae folk think of the spring when the earth wakes from slumber and the birds start to sing. My name is Gaia, the old crone proclaimed in a voice that at once was both wild and tamed. 
I've come to remind you, for you seem to forget that Yule is the time of rebirth. And yet, I see no hearth fires, hear no music, no bells. The air isn't filled with rich, fragrant smells of baking and roasting and simmering stews of cider that's mold or of other hot brews. There aren't any children at play in the snow or houses lit up by candles aglow. Have you forgotten, my children, the fun of celebrating the rebirth of the sun? As she looked at the fae folk, her eyes going round, as they shuffled their feet and stared at the ground. Then she smiled the smile that brings light to the day. Come, my children, she said, let's play. They gathered the mistletoe, gathered the holly, threw off the drab and drew on the jolly. They lit a big bonfire and they danced and they sang. They brought out the bells and clapped when they rang. They strung lights on the trees and bows oh so merry in colors of cranberry, bayberry, cherry. They built giant snowmen and adorned them with hats, then surrounded them with snowbirds and snowcats and bats. Then just before dawn, at the end of their fest, before they went homeward to seek out their rest, the fae folk they gathered round their favorite oak tree and welcomed the sun neath the tree's finery. They were just reaching home when it suddenly came. The gold light returned like an arrow shot flame. It lit on the treetop where they could see from afar. The golden-like sphere turned into a star. The old crone just smiled at the beautiful sight. Happy Yuletide, my children, she whispered. Good night. That is a wonderful poem by C.C. Williford. You want to look up? C.C. Williford, I just thought that was so wonderful and it really hits my core of why personally I celebrate this season. I hope you enjoyed that too. I hope wherever you're at, at this time of year, that you do have a sense of peace, of knowing that your truth deserves and is needed to be in light. I do still have gift certificates available and I can email those to you if you're looking for a gift. 
I do have openings starting in mid-January of next year. And as always, listener support helps this podcast so much. And I appreciate all your support. I can't even tell you. I do have a Facebook group called The Infinite Dance. So if you'd like to continue conversations or see things, sometimes I'll post cards or I actually have this, it was the night before Yuletide poem posted on the interweb. So it's on my Facebook page, The Infinite Dance and Ancient Body Works on Facebook and Instagram. My website is ancientbodyworks.co. I'm sending out so much, so many blessings to everyone holding wherever you're at. Again, whatever you celebrate or not, I'm holding space for it all. As we all continue to peel back the layers and ask each other and ourselves, May I have this dance?